Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. 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 Oh, Lord, our Lord, how majestic is thy name in all the earth. We just lift you up today. We magnify you and glorify you. We just thank you because you are our God. Yes. And we are so grateful to be your people. Thank you, Lord. Thank you that you have your hand upon us. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Lord, we, we invite your presence to stay with us Hallelujah. here today. And we are here to give you glory. We want to bring you glory in everything that we do, everything that we say. We want our hearts to reflect love for you and that love to be reflected out to others. God, so we just thank you, God. We just thank you, thank you, thank you. We can't thank you enough. But we lift your name up in this place. We lift up the name of Jesus. Amen. We are grateful. God, I ask you to um, speak through me, and, and I pray that this message will be a blessing to others, that it will glorify you, and that it will sanctify me. And I thank you, God, for the opportunity to come before your people. I do not take this lightly. And I'm grateful for the, the privilege. I'm grateful and honored to have the privilege to speak today and to deliver this message. So use me for your glory, Lord. I thank you. I praise you. And I give you all honor in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 So I want to thank um, the Lord, first of all, and um, our pastor for giving me the opportunity to do this. And I really don't take it lightly. It's an awesome responsibility. So um, let's get started. So um, before I actually, before I get started, I wanted to just say um, thank you to all of you, to you, my church family. I want to thank you for your love and your support. And um, here recently, I, I uh, had need of, of people to kind of help me out and to um, bring some, you know, some service to me. And I just want to say thank you. I am um, just very grateful to be a part of the body of Christ, but grateful to be a part of this body of Christ. Amen. Nobody supports me like the Reconciled Church and the Daughters of Zion Ministries. And I just want to say thank you. I just love you all. So I just wanted to, to say that first. So good morning, family. <laughs> all right. So um, the title of this message is Be Kind. Be Kind. And um, the scripture is um, Galatians 5, 22 and 23. And I'll read that in a moment. Um, and so we're going to be looking at the fruit of the spirit, kindness and gentleness. And um, I, I pray that this message will, um, there's just such a need for kindness today because people are hurting, people are going through some just very difficult struggles, lots of challenges and people are, are hurting. And so there's a need for us to be kind to others. And I'm praying that this message will um, help us to learn how to minister to others, how to be better intercessors, and how to help us to see the needs of other people. And so um, so uh, the scripture says, but the fruit of the spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, 
gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, temperance. Against such there is no law. And so we're looking just today at kindness and gentleness. So two of my favorite quotes. One is, in a world where you can be anything, be kind. And the other one is, be kinder than necessary because everyone you meet is facing a battle. So everybody's going through, through something. Um, and as I read about the two, as I read and kind of studied about the two words, I found that they're uh, very similar, but they have some differences as well. So in the King, uh, King James Version, the word is gentleness. In um, other versions, it's, it's kindness. And so they're uh, kind of like uh, cousins, I guess, <laughs> the two words. So um, from Strong's Concordance, the word gentleness is Christotes. Christotes, and it's translated as goodness, kindness, good. And it means, and this was a new word for me, it means benignity, which is kindness and tolerance toward others, tender concern and uprightness. And it is kindness of heart and kindness of act. Now, gentleness, also translated as meekness, it doesn't mean weakness but it involves humility and thankfulness toward God, polite, restrained behavior toward others. So I had um, a couple of um, sources, and uh, of course the, the Bible, and then um, the um, Bible dictionary, I use Holman's, Holman's Bible dictionary, and also um, the website got, got questions. And so I want to read um, a couple of things too. And I had to, I couldn't print this out. So I want to read it. Um, I have to read it from my phone. So this is from um, Holman's Bible Dictionary. And it says, kindness, the steadfast love that maintains relationships through gracious aid in times of need. And in the Old Testament, the principal word was used to express kindness. Um, kindness in the Old Testament bears the connotation of loyal love which manifests itself not in emotions, but in actions. And I'm going to go down a little further here. Amen. Um, it says, the Psalms developed this theme with thanksgiving for divine kindness and praise for its endurance, especially Psalm 136. Slow to anger and abounding in love became a characteristic of Israel's Lord, distinguishing his kindness from his wrath. Human response to the covenant with God, however, was bewailed by the prophets as youthful loyalty that vanished like the morning dew. And that's so true. It's, it's difficult to be kind uh, when you're under so much pressure. But that's why we need to learn how to be kind. It's a fruit of the spirit, right? Now, I want to read from the New Testament, though. Although both love of humankind and brotherly love are translated as kindness in the New Testament, the Greek word bearing the richest connotation, which is um, Christotes, which I just read, this word has a basic meaning of usefulness and is translated as goodness, gentleness, and kindness. Once again, actions are emphasized, especially God's gracious actions towards sinners. The kindness God has shown us through Christ is equivalent to his grace and embodies the fullness of salvation. 
When kindness, is, when kindness is included in lists of human virtues, it can be understood as helpfulness to others promoted by an experience of God's redemptive love. And so one of the um, greatest examples um, in what I was reading, it says one of the supreme examples of gentleness is Israel's God. He shall, he shall feed his flock like a shepherd. He shall gather the lambs with his arm and carry them in his bosom and shall gently lead those that are with young. And that's Isaiah 41. And so that's a, an example of, of God's um, kindness and gentleness. He brought us to salvation, right? Okay. Um, so let's look at the words a little bit more defined. Gentleness in the dictionary um, means um, the quality of being kind, tender, or mild-mannered, considerate and kindly disposition, amiable and tender, not harsh or severe, mild and soft. Kindness in the dictionary is the quality of being friendly, generous, and considerate. Kindness is a type of behavior marked by acts of generosity, consideration, concern for others without expecting praise or reward. And kindness was one of the main topics in the Bible. So I want to read, um, this uh, uh, comes from uh, Got Questions. So listen to this. Kindness is the characteristic that, that led God to provide salvation for us. Kindness leads God to give us green pastures, quiet waters, and the restoration of our souls when we're weary. Um, it is God's tender care that makes him want to gather us under his wings to protect us and keep us close to him. And as I'm reading this, I hope you're getting the, the imagery, because I, I definitely am. God expressed kindness when he provided for Elijah and the, the widow of Zarephath during a drought. And he showed more kindness later when he raised the widow's only son from the dead. On multiple occasions, kindness induced Jesus to stop what he was doing and help others in need. Amen. Amen. And kindness leads the good shepherd to rescue us when we stray, when we go off the beaten path and we go, um, as Pastor would say, temporarily insane, right? He brings us back with that uh, shepherd's hook. Again, the verse, in kindness, he gathers the lambs in his arms and carries them close to his heart. He gently leads those that have young. Amen. So, um, so unfortunately, I find the world today harsh, mean, rude at times. When uh, when out shopping, people are in a hurry. They're on edge. They're they. Um, you know, when people are kind and friendly, and some still are, it's almost as though that's the exception these days and not the rule. Um, gone are the days of civility and common courtesy. And when I was younger, people were more engaging and quick to forgive. If you cut in front of them by accident while driving, they would, I, you know, I would see people kind of wave their hands like this and say, well, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Um, and say, you, you know, as if to say, you're okay. You know, I know you didn't do that on purpose. But do that today and you'll end up the victim of road rage. Right? So it's just a very, very different world. But this is why it is so important that as Christians, we operate in the fruit of the spirit and we must stand out as kind, gentle, and willing to be forgiving. Amen. Amen. 
When we exhibit the kindness of God, we are tender, benevolent, and useful to others. Every action, every word will have the flavor of grace in it. And to maintain this attitude toward those we love is hard enough. To express kindness toward those who are against us requires the work of God. And this is why kindness is a fruit of the Spirit. Romans 12, 20 says, Therefore, if your enemy is hungry, feed him. If he is thirsty, give him a drink. For in so doing, you will heap coals of fire on his head. Do not be overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good. Now remember earlier when we read about the quality of gentleness, that it involves polite, restrained behavior toward others. So listen to what uh, my Bible commentary says about uh, Romans 12:20. Freed from vengeance, believers can give themselves to mercy even toward their enemies. By acts of kindness, the believers will heap coals of fire on the head of their enemies, perhaps bringing shame and repentance to them. And it is possible for an enemy to become a friend. This is the phenomenal power of God's love that believers are connected to through Christ. So I want to just give you um, a brief testimony about something kind of similar to that. Um, I, was, um, I was working, and I had a coworker who was also a Christian, and um, you know how it is with, with coworkers. They're, so, they're not really friends, but they're you know, more than coworkers, and so it was that kind of a friendship, I guess. And um, we, used to, we used to come in early, and so we would get together and um, talk about the Lord, talk about uh, spiritual things. And this particular day, um, she was in, I don't know if she was in my office, I think she was in my office, and I was talking about Halloween. And now you all know how I feel about Halloween, you know. And as a Christian, I don't think, you know, any Christian should have um, any part of Halloween, have no, no, um, you know, no uh, connection with the fruitless deeds of darkness, right? And so, so I was talking to her about that because she was talking about her um, her daughters and what they were doing for Halloween, and I was just so surprised because up to that point, I, I would never have thought that she participated in Halloween. So I said something, and so I told her how I felt about it and um, spoke from, you know, from the word. And, oh, my goodness, she attacked me. She attacked me up one side and down the other, and she was just, she was actually yelling. And, um, and, and you know, I wasn't prepared for that, so it, it took me off guard. And I wasn't as in tune as I should have been, and, I, and it, so it, it bothered me. And I, um, so I, you know, I was upset. She left my office and I was upset. And, and in my mind, I'm thinking, what just happened here? <laughs> And so I, I called one of my ministry sisters, and I told her what had happened. And she said, oh, no, 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 hold on, wait a minute, wait a minute. She said, you didn't do anything wrong. She said that was the spirit in her being so convicted that that spirit attacked the spirit in you. It was coming against the spirit in, in you. And she said, so you, you stand your ground and you pray. And I was like, okay. And so you gotta love uh, uh, a ministry sister who is gonna gonna kind of give you some wisdom, right? So, um, okay. So I I I went to the Lord because I I was just you know I was upset, but I went to the Lord in prayer, 
And meanwhile, um, she stopped speaking to me. <laughs> but not only did she stop speaking to me, she made a point of making it known that she was not speaking to me. And so she was speaking to everybody else, good morning, good morning, and she'd see me and, and pass right over me. Now, you know, I'm, I'm sensitive, right? And I, I was hurt because I considered her to be a, a friend, right, or co-working friend. And so I, I was hurt by that. And so, you know, I went to the Lord in prayer, and I was like, okay, Lord, this isn't right. I am go I'm going to tell her about herself. I am going to get her straight. I am going to, to tell her, that, you know, how I feel and how I don't like that and how dare you not speak to me and but. And uh, it should come as no surprise, Laura was like, uh, no, you're not. <laughs> no, you're not. You are going to pray for her. You are going to continue to treat her with love and kindness. And so he is talking about Romans 12, 20, 12, 20 that we are to be kind to our enemies so that we can heap coals of fire on their head. Oh, boy, did that stretch me because I did not want to do it. I had an attitude about it, but I also wanted to obey the Lord and do what the word said to do because it's the right thing to do. So I, uh, I, I did that. I, I prayed for her, and I, I spoke to her. You know, She didn't speak back, but I spoke to her when I saw her. I was not unkind to her. And I remember, you know, walking into my office and saying, okay, Lord, you're going to have to help me here. You're going to have to help me. And he did. But I want to show you how, um, how the word works, how the fruit of the spirit works, how the Lord works when you, uh, when you are obedient. So I was sitting in my office, and um, she came into my office. She came into my office, and she shut the door. And she stood across from me, and she said, um, Audrey, she said, I want to ask you to forgive me. She said, I don't know why you put up with me. And she said, but I am so sorry. And she said, I just want to thank you for the way that you have treated me. And she said, for being, being an example of, of Jesus' love. And I was just so, so many emotions. And so, you know, I hugged her and, um, and that took care of the, you know, of, of anything that had happened between us. But what I was more overjoyed by was um, that I didn't go off the deep end, that I didn't do what I wanted to do, that, that I didn't react, that I didn't react to her the way that she had reacted to me, amen. Because as Christians, we have to be a witness, right? We have to be a witness. We have to stand out. We have to look different. We have to be different, talk different. That's how you draw others to Christ. Amen? Amen. Amen. So we can never, 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 never underestimate the blessing and power of random and planned acts of kindness. So here recently, I've been on the receiving end of so much kindness from my church family and ministry sisters, and it's touched my heart in ways that I can't express, and it causes me to be more and more grateful to be a part of the body of Christ. And I know I said that earlier, but you can't say thank you enough. So um, it's little things. You know, random acts of kindness do a great, um, 
a great work in a person's heart. So I want to thank my ministry sister who went out and bought me a sandwich. I want to thank my ministry sister who purchased a T-shirt for me and for uh, the thank you notes that have been written. And I want to thank them for um, carting me around and doing it out just out of love, you know, as a reasonable service. And uh, when I had the, uh, the boot and couldn't drive, um, everyone picked me up and just, just treated me so kindly. And I want to say thank you. These acts of kindness touch a person's heart. And for a broken, hurting world, think about this. Just a smile, just a compliment can change and, and turn the course of someone's day. Shiloh came up to me a few weeks ago, and she stood in front of me, and she looked up at me, and she said, Miss Audrey, you look really nice today. <laughs> I was good for the rest of the day. <laughs> oh, goodness. And then I was standing, um, and Tristan actually walked up to me one day, and he, he looked at my, uh, the boot, and he said, is your foot good? <laughs> But he was expressing, you know, kindness and consideration for, uh, for my foot. And he actually did that twice. And so, um, you know, just to hear those kinds of words coming from a child is just, is just such a blessing. And, he, and Tristan's kind expression of concern blessed me beyond measure as well. And so we must never take these kinds of words and gestures and gifts for granted. Kindness never goes out of style. Both kindness and gentleness, for that matter, may cheer a depressed soul, empower a bullied school child, let a person contemplating suicide know that someone really does care about them, give hope to someone who's feeling hopeless, may help an abused spouse be reminded that they have worth, and may restore the self-esteem of an abused child. So as Christians, we must let our little light shine with kindness and gentleness. The word in Philippians 4 or 5 says, let your moderation be known unto all men. The Lord is at hand. The New King James Version says, let your gentleness be known to all men. The Lord is at hand. Now the commentary for this says, this noun, gentleness, identifies a person who manifests a calmness and fairness of spirit. It's a person who is gentle and willing to sacrifice his or her own personal rights to show consideration to others. Who does that sound like? Jesus, our Lord, our example, who washed the feet of his disciples and who always lived a laid-down life. Gentleness is often taken for weakness, but it takes a strong person to be truly gentle. Gentleness is might restrained. I really like that. Gentleness is might restrained. So you could, but, but you, you hold back. But that's the, work in the inner working of the fruit of the spirit. Gentleness embodies humility and grace. It's not easy to show love and kindness to someone who is in your face yelling and being argumentative or someone who just slammed the phone down or someone who stopped speaking to you and everybody, but, but you know, stopped speaking to you in the office, right? Um, human nature and the old man want to rise up, attack, and retaliate. That's just how we are as human beings. But the fruit of gentleness gives up all rights to be offended, to be hostile, to lash out. Gentleness silently cries out, oh, help me, Holy Ghost. Yeah. 
and then listens to what the Holy Spirit tells you to do next, which could be to stay silent, keep your mouth shut, <laughs> or politely walk away. Or as in my case, the Lord was like, oh, no, you're not doing that. <laughs> you're not doing that. Hurting people hurt people, right? We don't have to expound on that. Most people don't just wake up and determine that they're going to make your life miserable. When we are, we are a broken, hurting people with a lot on our minds. We must remember that though people may look okay on the outside, inside they are fighting a battle. And we encounter people every day, and this could be their story. The waitress who was rushed at the end of her shift She's thinking about her 10-year-old son and her 7-year-old daughter, who she left at home this once because there was no one to watch them. The driver who cut you off and kept right on going, he just got a call that his wife was rushed to the hospital. The woman in the line behind you has a 19-year-old son on life support. The man in the elevator next to you, his wife just filed for a divorce. Your six-year-old student hasn't eaten, hasn't eaten since yesterday morning. And your bus driver today worry, is worried about flood damage and how he will pay for it. A kind word, a kind gesture, a listening ear could make all the difference in the lives of these people. Amen. By expressing the fruit of kindness and gentleness, you might be the only Bible they have read that day. There's a short five-minute YouTube video made by the Cleveland Clinic called, If We Could See Inside Other People's Hearts. And I encourage you to watch, um, to pull that up and watch it. Um, it's really short. It's less than five minutes, actually. It's very impactful ab about being mindful of others and taking the focus off yourself, no matter how the person is behaving. So it's called, If We Could See Inside Other People's Hearts. Um, so it's not easy to, uh, to take, you know, to do, to take your mind off yourself, to be sure. But that is why, as believers, we have the Holy Spirit, right, to guide our thoughts, our words, and our actions. And as we yield our members to the Holy Spirit, we can speak life into another person, if only just for a moment. So remember, the word in uh, 1 Corinthians 3, 6 says, I have planted Apollos water and God gave the increase. And so, and I, I just, I just love that because you, you don't know that just that one little thing that you say or do. I remember I was at a, um, I was at the gas station once and, um, this, uh, woman, young woman, uh, was at another pump near me and, um, she just had on the prettiest outfit. It was just a pretty outfit. And so um, I'm, I'm not usually shy about giving compliments. I think that's important, you know, to do that and to affirm people. And so I walked up to her and I said, oh, that is so cute. You look so good. And she just looked at me and she said, she said, thank you. But it was the way that she said, thank you. You know, who knows? And some, I had told someone else that uh, probably on my way to work and I told someone else that and they said that that young woman could be in an abusive relationship and just the just you know the affirmation of her looking might have lifted her spirit and raised her self-esteem and who knows right and so it's just really important that we remember 
to be kind. Um, sometimes we might be the planter, and sometimes we might be the waterer. Share the love of Christ through your kindness. Preach the gospel, and if necessary, use words. So I just love that. The way that we treat people with kindness ministers to them. When you first show love and kindness to unbelievers, they will be far more open to hearing the gospel message in word at the appointed time, right, as led by the Holy Spirit. So I want to share um, this testimony with you, which is um, in part, along with the Holy Spirit, um, what prompted my thoughts around this message today. So um, my former boss, who was just just this recent one, okay, um, not the one I have now, but my former boss, um, she texted me a couple of days ago, and some of this I just have to read because of the, the text, but she texted me a couple of days ago, and she said this. She said, I got blindsided at the end of my workday today. My position has been eliminated and my employment terminated effective immediately. I'm baffled and I'm in shock. And I, I am close to this boss. And so I was like, oh my gosh. And at first I thought, you know, she's kind of a kidder. And I thought maybe she's joking. And I thought, eh, she's probably not joking. And so I thought, well, I'm, I'm going to call her. So I picked up the phone and called her. And, you know, she worked where I worked um, six years. And she was the um, clinical, uh, you know, director of clinical services. And anyway, let me, let me go on. Okay. So um, after six years of excellent service and leadership, she was just let go. She had no warning. And it was on a Zoom call, <laughs> of all things. And she was telling me about that. And you, you, you got to understand, I worked there for 14 years, so I know these people. And, I, you know, she, they... Um, uh, called her up on the Zoom call and just told her just that, that they were, they were letting her go. They said, and they just briefly said something about performance issues. But, you know, if you have performance issues, you should know about that before the, you know, the day you get fired, right? So anyway, um, so, you know, I know her work ethic. I know her professional work and the dedication that she gave to that company. And so I was, I was just as shocked as she was. But nonetheless, the Holy Spirit spoke through me to minister to her. And I shared that we don't always know why things happen the way that they do, but that God has a plan and a plan for her life or your life and for, um, and, you know, and I and tried to encourage her, right? And then I also shared my testimony about being fired and how the Lord protected me. And I'm going to share that testimony in a minute. So our conversation was good, and um, it ended on a good note. And when I hung up, I told her she would be in my thoughts and prayers. And so when I prayed, my heart was heavy for her, and I prayed as the Holy Spirit led me to. So this just happened a couple of days ago. So the next day, I got this text from her. I don't know what you said to God during your prayers last night, but if it was for a huge sense of peace to come over me today, he followed through. Amen. Amen. Strangely, I haven't felt this calm and hopeful in a super long time, like super long. <laughs> I'm kind of loving it. <laughs> Thank you for your friendship and big heart, Odd. And keep those prayers coming. God really does work in mysterious ways. Praise the Lord, right? He is such a good God. 
Now, I told you this is a person uh, to whom I'm close, and though we never really had that specific gospel message kind of conversation, um, she definitely knows that I'm a Christian. She knows that I'm a believer, but you know, you, we just never really talked about it, and, that, and that, that's okay, and there's a point to this. So one of the reasons that this impacted me so got me to thinking that it was in the everyday friendship the fellowship, the com camaraderie that we shared, the working relationship, that she got to experience kindness and the love of Christ. And so did I from, from her. The gospel was preached, but without words. And now, maybe, hopefully, we can have a more in-depth conversation where I can actually share the good news of the gospel with words. Amen. Amen. Um, Kindness and gentleness and how we as believers present ourselves to others makes a great impact. There is no substitute for the fruit of kindness. Now I want to share this testimony with you um, about how the Lord protected me and how we just, we just don't know what the Lord is doing. So I worked, I worked for this company called Affiliated Internists, and it was um, down at the professional building on Woodward for those who are old enough to remember where that was. And it's across from, <laughs> yeah, Janice, it's across from the, uh, the, uh, the medical center. And there's a string of hospitals there. And uh, there's Receiving Children's, Harper Hutzel, and some other buildings there. And so um, I was hired to, to be uh, the, their network administrator and to um, repair the computers, you know, troubleshoot that and go uh, hardware and software and, and that sort of thing. And so um, I, and this detail is, is kind of important, so I had access to the computers in all of those locations, at Receiving Children's Hutzel Harbor, and even in the administration offices, right? Okay. So... Um, did the job and um, didn't do it very well. <laughs> I, ha I have to say, <laughs> didn't do it very well. And so uh, my boss came to me one day and, and she said, um, she's, she was, you know, unhappy with my performance. And she said, so um, she said, we're, we're probably going to have to let you go. <laughs> And I was thinking, what? <laughs> and so, 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 of course, I was upset about that. I didn't want to lose my job. So I tried to reason with her. And um, this is, you know, I have to say that I believe that everyone should be fired at least once because it brings humility, okay? It brings humility. It just does. <laughs> so she said to me, um, I, or I was telling her that, uh, that, this uh, computer needed a new motherboard. And she said, um, she said, well, just, just swap it out. And I said, well, I don't know how to do that. And she said, you said you did. <laughs> and I thought, oh my gosh, I probably did tell her that. You know? <laughs> and so anyway, everything I touched, I couldn't fix. Okay, and it was just not a, just not a good fit. But anyway, but I didn't want to lose my job, right? So anyway. So they didn't, uh, they didn't do anything, they didn't take any action right away because she wanted to bring back the, the old guy. And she, and it's interesting. See, this detail is interesting. When I hired in, I remember talking with him and he said, um, you know when somebody says to you, good luck, that lets you know something ain't quite right. So I was a little 
skittish when I hired in, but nonetheless. So anyway, so they were going to try to see if they could get him to come back. So in the meantime, um, unbeknownst to me, they told every single employee not to speak to me not to say a word to me. And those employees followed through. I walked through the hall and I was like, good morning. Nothing, like literally nothing. And, I, and you know, good morning, wouldn't respond, wouldn't say anything. And I'm thinking, what in the world is going on? So anyway, I was at the um, copier one day in the copy room and uh, there, was a, there was a black woman there, and she was a Christian. Now, at the time, I, I really wasn't. I knew about some spiritual things. I had some friends and all that, but I wasn't saved. And so um, she, came, she came into the copy room, and she got up real close, and she said, my mother and I prayed for you today. So first of all, my first thought was, I don't know your mother, and your mother doesn't know me. Do people do that? They pray for people they don't know? And my second thought was, um, why do I need prayer? <laughs> okay, so anyway, but and I was thinking that because remember that was all she said. She said that and she walked away. So now I'm really kind of paranoid. I'm like, what is going on here? And so, so okay. So then um, before before they could get rid of me, I decided to quit. I thought I better get out of here. So. Um, I can't remember his name, it doesn't matter, but he, let's call him Joe. Joe was in his office, and so I came in to, to let him know that I, was, uh, that I was quitting, and I had my um, badge and my keys to the office. And so I walked up to him and I said, uh, I said, I'm resigning effective right now, here's my badge. And I walked out of the office, and um, I forgot that I forgot to give my keys. So when I came back to hand him the keys, his back was kind of kind of toward me and I walked up and I heard him say yeah she just quit and he said yeah she's she's out of here she's she's and I so I walked in and I said excuse me I forgot to give you my keys so you know they were already conspiring or whatever and wanted me to go so okay I was gone okay so um lost that job and then show you how good God is. I got a, a new job uh, four months later. Praise the Lord, right? So took care of me. But here's what I want you to hear. Um, about a year or two later, I don't remember how long, I ran into someone from AI, from that agency. And she said to me, um, she said, oh, she said, did you hear what happened at AI? And I said, no. And she said, they were indicted by a federal grand jury for embezzlement. And I went, what? <laughs> and I was just in shock. I was like, oh my gosh. And um, so I started naming off the people. And I said, Joe, she said, yep. Gert, yep. And Sherrod, yep. And I kept naming the people. And I, I, I just couldn't believe it because I had no clue. But here's, here's what God did. God got me out of there. God protected me. I was the network administrator. I worked on computers. I worked in administrative offices. There is no way they would have believed that I didn't know anything that I didn't know something. And so God had his hand on me, God got me out of there, and as devastated as I was, God protected me. We don't always know why things happen the way that they do. 
we face some devastating circumstances in our lives, but it's, sometimes it's God's protection. Amen. Psalm 91 was all over me in that situation, and I, I can't tell you how grateful I was. And I, I do want to say this. I did really well on the next job, okay? <laughs> so praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. So let us remember to be kind, to be gentle, to show the love of Christ in our interaction with others by expressing all of the qualities of the fruit of the Spirit, which, of course, only the Lord can work in us. But, patient, but let patience have her perfect work, that ye may be perfect and entire, wanting nothing. And that's James 1.4. We must endeavor to be kind to all men and even our enemies, as Christ commanded us to do. And in the article I read, listen to this statement. Love your enemies, bless them that curse, that curse you, do good to them that hate you, and pray for them which despitefully use you and persecute you, that ye may be children of your Father which is in heaven, for he maketh his Son to rise on the evil and on the good, and sendeth rain on the just and the unjust. Be gentle, be kind, and kinder than necessary because everyone you meet is fighting some kind of battle. Amen? Amen. 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 Now I would like to just close um, with this prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, we come before you today to thank you for your kindness, for as we have learned, it was your kindness that showered love upon us to offer us the gift of salvation. By grace, through faith, we are saved today, and for that we are grateful. As imitators of you, we want to extend gentleness and kindness to others. So we ask that you work the fruit of gentleness and kindness in our hearts. Help us to be mindful of others, putting them first and showing kindness in, a, in word and deed. Let our only reward be in knowing that the love of Christ has been extended to a soul who needed it, as you and you only know the heart of man. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Praise the Lord. So um, the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious unto you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. I pray traveling mercies upon you today. And as Pastor says, when you leave here, tell somebody about Jesus. Amen. Amen. <laughs>